Hi everyone, this is Kevin Smith. And this is Brian Belter. We want to welcome you back and to our third full week of this conversational devotional over the book of Exodus. Uh, today we are going to be discussing uh, the bread from heaven from Exodus chapter 16 verses 1 through 15. They set out from Elam, and all the congregation of the people of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. On the fifteenth day of the second month after they had departed from the land of Egypt, and the whole congregation of the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the people of Israel said to them, Would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the meat pots and ate bread to the full. For you have brought us into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I am about to rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather daily. So Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel, At evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. In the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumblings against the Lord. For what are we that you grumble against us? And Moses said, When the Lord gives you in the evening meat to eat, and in the morning bread to the full, because the Lord has heard your grumbling, that you grumble against him. What are we? Your grumbling is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the people of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. And as soon as the Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the people of Israel, they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the people of Israel. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall fill, be filled with the bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quail came up and covered the camp, and in the morning dew lay around the camp. And when the dew had gone up, there was on the face of the wilderness a fine flake-like thing, fine as frost on the ground. When the people of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. Uh, well, thank you, Kevin, for that reading. Um, so, we're on to a, a new story here that I think many of us have heard in bits and pieces, if not remembering the whole thing about uh, the Lord providing for the, the physical needs, the hunger, the thirst uh, for the people of Israel as they uh, are going through this bit of an arduous journey through the desert lands. You know, obviously, uh, we start out again with a little whining and complaining from the Israelites. We get that uh, quite a bit. We saw it first uh, when they first escaped from Egypt and at the Red Sea. And they're asking God, why did you even bring us out of Egypt? Aren't there enough graves? I think that's the line. Isn't there enough graves in Egypt that you could have buried us there? Why bring us out to the wilderness? And uh, the Lord shows his... Uh, his power and might and swallows the Egyptians in the Red Sea. And now they're complaining of hunger. Yeah. And we get to this, this new story. I think the line here is, Would that we have died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by meat pots and ate bread to the full. 
So it's it's once again I I don't know I just kind of find a little bit of humor in that. Um, I I was talking to Brian off mic. It's like when they complain, it can't just be <laughs> like sitting around going like, man, this stinks. I'm, I'm hungry. a little hungry. Uh, well, yeah. It's got to be this creative like pining. <laughs> they're they're they, they're very dramatic. Yes. And they're pleas. Ah, you should have just killed us back there. What are we doing out here? We're hungry. Yeah, they always, uh, they do seem a big time full of drama. Hey, we were better off in slavery and bondage, but at least we had meat in a pot next to us. Right. Like, yeah. And then Moses goes along, like, uh, I mean, obviously he turns to the Lord to help out, because as he tells the uh, Israelites, he's like, why are you complaining against myself and Aaron? You should really understand, when you complain to us, you're truly complaining to the Lord, because we're really just kind of his vessels. And so it's, I don't know, they, I wonder how they took that, kind of like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, we, again, we were talking uh, off mic a little bit, you know, another inside baseball hint here. We we do discuss these a little bit before we come on. Uh, but we were talking off mic that, was this Moses kind of just uh, saying, you know, sidestepping and, you know, oh, don't complain to me, complain to, to God. I kind of reversed that thinking. I don't think so. I think it's Moses. <laughs> I think it's Moses saying, hey, people. You might be grumbling towards Aaron and I, but you know what you're really doing? You know who you're really grumbling against? Yeah, that mighty and powerful God that just swallowed those Egyptians up in the Red Sea. That You're that same mighty and powerful God that just, you know, put 12 plagues on Egypt. Made that's, the water sweet. <laughs> that's the guy that you're complaining to. So, let's get down to business here. Yeah, so you don't think that Moses was just playing middle manager? It's like, I don't you, think you really so. got to talk to the boss, man. I got my... Wash my hands of this. I don't think so. A lot of, <laughs> a lot, it, we've made fun of Moses a little bit from time to time here about his it, it, not thinking he's the greatest guy. You know, his his complaining and his whining a little bit sometimes. We've poked a little fun at that, but I don't think that's the case here. I think that it's really Moses saying, whoa, take a look at yourself, Israelites. You're, you're moaning to us, to Aaron and I. It's the big guy upstairs, though. That's the one that's really uh, in control of this. Let's... Uh, well, yeah, and by this time in the story, you really start to see um, a level of wisdom that has kind of, you know, started encroaching upon Moses's attitude on everything. I mean, he's he's gotten he's no longer the guy saying, "Lord, not me, not me." He's fully embraced his role. He's going to make some point. more mistakes, of course. Going he's human. We, we know there's some more to come, but you do kind of start start to see again that switch is kind of it's turned on a little bit for Moses. He knows that. He and Aaron are the, the prophets of God, and and God is behind them. So it, it is it is a bit big difference from that early Moses of why me, who me, you know that, that right? Attitude. Absolutely. I mean, you saw it in his song to the Lord. We talked about how mm-hmm. at that point in time he was giving praise to all the works that he's doing through Moses and Aaron. It's uh, yeah, it's definitely to the point where I I do feel like you're correct when you say that he is informing the Israelites, you're complaining to God, and you need to be careful. Uh, but, you know, he's also telling them, he'll provide. You're complaining to God, and he's going to hear you. That's probably part of it, too. Yeah, I mean, he's going to provide. I mean, it seems like Moses probably doesn't have any fear that God will eventually provide. And, lo and behold, we get our story of manna from heaven. Yeah, the Lord uh, the Lord tells them, you know, each evening, they're going to they're gonna have meat. Quail are going to show up in the evening. In the morning, there's just going to be this this bread lying on the 
on the desert on the plain there for them just to simply go and and collect. I yeah. mean, that's pretty miraculous in itself, right there. I mean, you have to think. I mean, quail just appearing out of nowhere. I mean, that's that's miraculous. I mean, uh, that's certainly something that you know if you ever have hunted quail or anything like that. It's, they don't usually come up to you. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not hugely abundant, uh, especially I would have to imagine in that area, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, the Lord did deviate their natural patterns and make sure that they were available for the Israelites. But the idea that morning dew turning into an edible bread, uh, that's that's truly a sign. Yeah, and the people were even astonished by it. What is this stuff? They were, well, a, little, yeah. <laughs> they were a little confused. Uh, is this really edible that's just laying here on the ground? Certainly is. It's the, it's the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. I know that I'd certainly be surprised. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, waking up and looking out your front door. Oh, hey, uh, there's some bagels out there right now. I think it's time for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be uh, quite a shock. But again, um, you know, the big message here, uh, we see that the Lord promises to provide, he, and, and he does. Uh, you know, that translates into our, our lives today. Uh, we even pray that... Uh, and, you know, that most famous of prayers, the Lord's Prayer, we always ask, give us this day our daily bread, you know. And that doesn't just include, you know, feed us every day. That includes all of our, our bodily needs once here on earth. Um, we pray that every service that we have here. And uh, I'm sure many of us pray that many times just throughout our our daily life as the week goes on. And it has power, and we know that the Lord will provide. And this is a... A very good example of how that, uh, you know, occurred for the Israelites way back then in the uh, in that Sinai Peninsula when they were they were hungry and 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 lost. We also get a little bit of a preview for some of the rules that are going to follow, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. this on tomorrow's yes. episode. Uh, there's just a little line in here where he, the Lord says, "I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not." And we know that all of this exodus from Egypt has been building up to a very solid covenant with God. And, I mean, we know, uh, I mean, spoiler warning, (laughs) we know the Ten Commandments are coming down the pipe. Uh, God has been sort of testing them from time to time with smaller, more, uh, smaller, easy, Covenants. They haven't. They haven't exactly performed stellar. Which I mean, again, we're all we're all human. (laughs) And I, I get the impression that I mean, it's obvious none of us fulfill the Ten Commandments Mm, to this day. So it's it's interesting because you know here's going to be a little bit more to this bread from heaven than it's simply being available to them yeah, to do a, with as they will. There's going to be a few rules and regulations and practices that they're going to need to follow, and that's what we're going to get in tomorrow. So, you know, just as relevant as um, the Lord sustaining us in our everyday life, we do think back to Jesus Christ. Uh, we see this bread from heaven is what this section of Exodus is entitled. Bread from heaven. Well, that kind of describes Jesus Christ as well. He's bread of life. We see it in communion. Yeah, big time. This is my body. I mean, bread is something that is consistently referred to in the Bible as part of God's covenant to us in in the old ways and the new. 
Yeah, and we also, you know, we see that men cannot live on bread alone. It's mentioned again, you know, in the in the New Testament. Yeah, the Lord provides the bread for us to live on. You can't live on the bread alone. Here in the Old Testament, it's it, it's the law. This uh, this giving of the bread and the quail is going to be, you know, part of the the law that God brings down to them. Um, in the Gospels, we see that the bread itself is not the whole thing either. It is the bread will not sustain us spiritually. We need the bread of life. We need Jesus Christ. We need. We certainly need something beyond earthly bread. Yes. That is true. I want to thank everybody for joining us at the beginning of this new week. And as usual, uh, we have another Lenten service coming down the pipeline for us. We have our Lenten services on Wednesdays during this season. We have an 11 o'clock service, and we also have one at 7 o'clock. Up. Oh. Don't forget, 5.45, before that 7 o'clock service, we do always have a, a a nice Lenten meal for all of us to join together with. I know I've certainly been enjoying them. Uh, everybody's been doing a great job. Yeah, thank you everybody that, that pr- provides those meals. We really do appreciate it. And don't forget also, during this Lenten season, we do have our regularly scheduled uh, weekend services, Saturdays at 5 p.m. And Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 10.30 with a educational hour in between for adult Bible study and Sunday school as well. As we close out today's podcast episode, I would ask you all to bow your heads and please join us in a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for this, uh, this coming together for Kevin and I and all the listeners here on this uh, wonderful podcast to discuss your word. Thank you for bringing us into week number three and I hope that we continue strong forward here with your guidance and blessing. Lord, as we look at this scripture today, we are we are reminded that you do provide for us in all ways and through all things. Thank you for reminding us that you will attend to our, our bodily needs through food, through nourishment. But more than that, we thank you for providing for us through your son, Jesus Christ, and his sacrifice, the true bread of life. Thank you for providing that spiritual sustenance that we so badly need. Help us not to forget that in our our walks of life. All these things, Lord, we do pray in your name. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us today. And just a reminder, all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.